0: Hi, Brave Tribe. This is a short and sweet for how to be more confident. In this past Sunday's coaching call, we watched a TED Talk video that can be found on YouTube by Till Gross. And in his TED Talk, he shared his personal experience, feeling insecure and worried about what other people thought about him. In Till's talk, he shares about how that social anxiety sometimes was really keeping him stuck. He would be invited to a party and wouldn't know anyone that would be attending. He would feel very nervous. And if he couldn't bring a friend, then he wouldn't go. If he did go to an event and there was someone there that he saw as maybe more popular He would do things to try to impress that person and things that weren't always in alignment with who he was. After breaking his arm and having to leave playing basketball professionally, he wanted to learn more about how to be confident. And so he started studying psychology and different techniques in the field to help gain an understanding of how to show up more as himself and how to make his dreams for his future a reality one of the things that he was learning about was cognitive behavioral therapy techniques, as well as exposure therapy. So cognitive behavior therapy looks at how our thoughts impact our behaviors. And if we can become aware of that and change our thoughts, we can then change our behaviors. Exposure therapy looks at how doing different things that feel uncomfortable can help build your confidence doing things that you're nervous or scared of can actually help you break through your anxiety and your worry that might be holding you back. In his TED talk, Till shares the story of how he started doing comfort zone challenges based on exposure therapy to break out of his worries. The first thing that he did was he lay down in the busy metro station laid on the floor as people walked around him, wondering what he was doing. He felt very nervous. He could feel his body sweating. He could feel people looking at him, worrying that they were judging him. And he did it. And he laid there until the feeling subsided. Then he got up, walked onto his train, sat down and had the biggest smile on his face. And that's how he started doing comfort zone challenges on a daily basis to push himself out of his comfort zone. So he wrote down all of the fears that he had, things that he was really scared or worried about, and then he looked for ways to expose himself to that type of fear. He started to feel a lot better and feeling more confident, and he was sharing it with his friends, and then his friends started sharing it with each other, and it grew into a movement. If you were to go online and do a Google search for comfort zone challenges, I know that you would find lots of different things that would pop up, things that maybe would really benefit you. This past week, I was taking a class where I was learning more about these techniques and I was introduced to the TED Talk video that I shared with you all. I had to do a comfort zone challenge during my lunch break. Well, in my town, there's a new grocery store and in the store, you can buy pre-made foods and there's a beautiful sitting area where you can enjoy your lunch. And I decided I had to do a comfort zone challenge at the Wegmans. I knew I wouldn't be able to lay down on the floor because that would probably be creating a safety hazard, and I'm sure the employees of Wegmans wouldn't be very appreciative of it, nor would the shoppers. So the next thing that I could think of was doing something standing that would bring some attention to me that would be a little unpredictable. And the only thing that could come to mind was dancing. Now, believe me, I did not want to dance. It wasn't something that just felt like, oh, this is safe. I could do this and cross off my challenge. No, it didn't feel comfortable, but I stuck with it. And my husband kind of gave me a side-eyed glance and looked at me for a moment. I continued dancing. The gentleman who was making my husband's sub looked up at me and then looked back down and continued making his sandwich. And there's a couple people who walked by and kind of looked at me and then continued pushing their cart. And I did this for, it seemed like a minute. I'm not sure if it really was a full minute. And my husband asked at one point, are you okay? And I said, yes. And then the gentleman was done making the sandwich. He handed my husband and he said, you know, I like to listen to music when I make the subs. And I said, oh, that's nice. Obviously, I think he thought I was listening to music. And then we went upstairs, sat down. And then my husband said, do you need to go to the restroom? And I said, no, why? And he's like, oh, I thought you had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I was like, no, I was doing a comfort zone challenge. I didn't want to tell you about it because I wanted to really do something that was totally out of my comfort zone. I didn't want you to know what I was doing because that would also feel a little uncomfortable having you not knowing what was going on. So we talked a little bit about that. And then later Edward, who was a gentleman who made my husband's sub came up and happened to sit in the area we were sitting in and said, hello. And I realized it was a nice little step outside of my comfort zone. For sure. I felt a little bit more free after doing it. I definitely could feel the energy of like that nervous energy that comes on when we do something. And then afterwards, Kind of when the calm is there, but there's still a little bit of the endorphins and adrenaline pumping in your body. But I really noticed that it felt good to step outside of my comfort zone. And it's got me thinking about different things that I need to do to help push me forward and push me out of my comfort zone because sometimes. It can get very comfortable in our comfort zones. And sometimes we don't realize how comfortable we may have gotten. So I challenge you all to find something perhaps in this week that could be a little bit of your comfort zone challenge. You might want to do what Till did in writing down all the things that you're nervous to do or scared to do, or you maybe hold yourself back or maybe even things that you're embarrassed about. I'm going to make my list. My list is going to be a little bit more specific to the work that I do, because that's an area that I really want to continue to grow. I know for me, that's going to be doing more lives and videos. I'll be sharing some of that, I'm sure. And hopefully you'll see some of that. And maybe you might even give me ideas on some different lives that I might need to do. When you list the things that you are nervous about, it gives you a place to start. Then you can look at how can you push outside of that. In our call, some of our friends shared that when they go to a store and they can't find something, sometimes they feel a little nervous asking an employee to help them find the item they're looking for. So they're going to stretch and ask different people to help them find things in stores. That might be something that they do each time they go into a store. In Till's TED Talk, he shared how some people feel very nervous to hear no. And so one of the challenges that they did is they would go to 10 places real quick to get as many no's as quickly as possible to get comfortable with hearing a no. I have some clients where making mistakes is very difficult for them. And we've looked at how can they make mistakes on purpose to take away that power that that fear has over them, that fear of having to be perfect all of the time. One of my clients had shared that they were so worried about making mistakes, but they noticed that they were making more and more and more of them. So we talked about how could we move actually into making mistakes, intentional mistakes to remove the power of that fear. So, I'm hoping to hear back from that client and hear what that experience has been like for them this past week. We know that worry oftentimes is behind what keeps us from stretching outside of our comfort zone. And our worries show up as automatic thoughts that get us to think about how we are coming across to others. What will people think? Our fear of judgment, our fear of rejection. Worries also show up as physical experiences. In your body, you might start to sweat. You might have an upset stomach. Your heart might be racing. And sometimes we don't like that uncomfortable feeling. Sometimes that scares us and makes us feel that we can't handle what's going on. When we do these comfort zone challenges, it helps us get more comfortable in the discomfort. And that's one thing that we all need to get better at. One thing that may be hard for some of us after COVID is really stepping outside of our comfort zone, especially if you're someone who does feel a little shy or anxious at times. Comfort zone challenges may be a way for you to find your inner bravery and courage to push you and do something different. When I was younger, I was very, very shy. It was hard for me to speak up and share my own opinion and to even share with friends they did something that I didn't like. It wasn't until high school that I started to find my confidence. And the one thing that really helped with that was drama. When I was in eighth grade and I was doing my course selection for high school, we had just done an assignment in English where we had to do a book report and you had to take on one of the characters as part of the book report. I had a costume, I had some props, and I did my book report. One was shocked by my, quote, performance. The teacher, my teacher was very supportive and encouraged me to sign up for drama. I had never done drama before, so I was very nervous because it felt very, very scary. But with the encouragement from my eighth grade English teacher, I decided, hey, let's give this a try. Signing up for drama definitely pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Each class, there was an opportunity to get up and speak, to act, to be seen, to possibly be judged by others. And that was the quickest way that I grew my confidence in high school. I did drama all four years. I was in multiple plays and it truly grew my confidence. Confidence is something that we are always growing and building. It is not a finish line that we finally cross. It is always stepping outside into something uncomfortable. And oftentimes to get somewhere that you've never been before, you have to do something you've never done before. If you do a comfort zone challenge, or you do something that you want to share with us, I would love for you to post it in the brave tribe on our community page. That's a place where you can share and we can celebrate. Another thing that you might want to do is keep a journal of all the times you step out of your comfort zone, a place where you can celebrate your victories or your success in doing something that feels uncomfortable. Because the one thing I know is whenever we have a new challenge, it helps to bridge back to our past successes, things that we've handled once before that enables us to feel stronger and more confident and reminds us that yes, we can handle this new challenge. Worry makes us forget that we have done brave things before, that we've handled challenges. So just know when that feeling of worry comes over you, when those repetitive negative thoughts say, oh my gosh, you can't do this. This is going to be embarrassing. What will they think? That is worry trying to protect you, but it is not allowing your world to grow. You need to push through that worry to the other side. And that's where your confidence will grow. And you'll find that new version of yourself. So Brave Tribe, I cannot wait to hear about your next comfort zone challenge, and I will make sure to share more about mine. Continue to live life, bravely sweet friends, and I am so glad that you are here and a part of this great group of girls. You matter. Keep living life, bravely sweet friends, and I can't wait to see you soon.